This is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, the podcast for podcasters. Stories told by everyday people as well as longtime professionals. Join a member of the APS team as they discuss the crazy world of podcasting. The only catch? We only speak to fellow podcasters. We will bring you the origin stories, the greatest hits, learning experiences, and the future goals of podcasts of all shapes and sizes. If you're listening to this, hopefully it will inspire you to start your own podcast, or it will inspire you to keep going and give you ideas on how to make your podcast better. If you have a podcast and want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to us at info at APSpodcast.com for more details. Welcome Welcome to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. Now let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode edition, fun fact episode, filled episode. I sing episode one more time. Episode of the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. Yeah, Tim, I just I just kind of wing it with intros every single time, and everyone's different, so it all works. I am I joined it. by Tim by Siegel, who is the host of the Focus on Ford podcast, as well as the co-host of the Funny Science Fiction podcast, as well as, that's three, count them, one, two, three of them, the host of the Pop Culture Addicts podcast. Tim, welcome. Three podcasts. How many people have three? I myself have three. So welcome to the club, man. The three podcast hey, club. You. I love it. Yeah, glad to be here. And if you went through all the episodes, you'd have an opportunity to say episode a whole lot more. Oh my God, so, so many episodes. So many episodes. There's one episode, podcast I listen to. They refuse to call them episodes. They call them discussions. They're episodes, but They're okay, episodes. sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's podcasting, man. There's no, there is no set rules and regulations. You can call them I mean, whatever you want. You know, you do you, boo-boo, but you know, hey, whatever. Call them dandelions yeah. if you want to. So Tim, exactly. just introduce yourself to the people, who you are, where you're from, what it is you do, and... You got a, you got an extensive podcast library, man. You got a lot of different things, a lot of different genres. So lay it all out there. Sure. So yeah, my name is Tim Bicegel. I'm a happily married, 44 year old Midwesterner. I've been married for 23 years. Have three kids. I do things in threes. Um, so I've got three kids, three podcasts. Uh, had three dogs for a while. Uh, anyway, number. exactly. It is the magic number. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, so. I got started in podcasting because uh, coming out of my my daughter's uh, health crisis in 2019, she was hospitalized for 97 days, paralyzed from the neck down for a while, oh. uh, had, a, had a feeding tube, uh, had uh, breathing assistance. Um, we came out, my head was a bag of cats, needed to figure out what I was doing, um, hadn't quite given into the fact that I needed some type of counseling therapy, such, you know, things like that. And once I did... Um, the suggestion of like writing down like a journal or something was brought up. And I said, <laughs> no, I'm not a writer. <laughs> uh, I'm Irish though. And I love to talk. So I, I'll do that. So uh, a friend of mine has a, a podcast and he suggested that I podcast and I talk to people who are also going through uh, different life challenges and things like that. So that's how focus on forward got started by the way. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, and it just kind of grew from there. And uh, what started off as a, as a hobby has become a, a, an obsession, a passion. I love to do this. I love to hear people's stories. I love to tell people's stories. I love to be involved in some way. And I, I love, you know, I told somebody this in, in another interview. One of the things that I love is perspective. Mm-hmm. I love another person's perspective on something, yep. whether it's uh, life changing events or if it's, uh, you know, what they're, what they're watching and why they're watching it. I, I've had my whole views on different movies changed because somebody's perspective put it in a whole new frame for me. And it made it, you made that movie that I used to struggle with now something that I watch and that I like. Yeah. No, definitely. I definitely hear you on that one. And like, whether you're podcasting on a cell phone or in a studio with like a $10,000 equipment, you know, podcasting, it's, it's all storytelling. We're all, we're all storytellers, you know, and you have, you have three podcasts telling three very different stories. I mean, as do I, I do the wrestling one. I do this one and I do talk with Tara. She could essentially do the exact same thing here. Just if you don't have a right. podcast. Um, so what was your first experience with podcasts? Cause most people who have a podcast started out listening to one however long ago, and they're like, you know what? I can do that. And then they start, and then they quit. <laughs> and, then, and then there's people like us who keep going. <laughs> so what was your right. first experience? Uh, so my first experience, um, honestly, uh, there were, they were almost simultaneous. I was, I knew that my buddy had a podcast, okay? And we had talked about it, and, you know, because as podcasters do, hey, if you listen to my podcast, you should listen to my podcast. Have you heard about my podcast? It happens. Um, and, uh I knew he had a podcast, but I hadn't really listened to it. But in the hospital, I 
you know, after a while, you need something to distract your mind. You need mm-hmm. something to do. Out of the 97 days in the hospital, I was there for 95 of the 97 nights, um, you know, and stayed in the hospital with my daughter. She was 12 at the time. Wow. Uh, and so there were two that I started listening to. Um, there's one that uh, uh, Mike Rowe does, and he's kind of tells these these quick little stories, uh, like these little factoids behind the story, the the it's like the story behind the story, you know, that everybody knows this portion of the story, but here's the portion that you don't know. And so at most they were like 10 to 15 minutes long and kind of fit my attention span. Cause I was new to podcasts on the other end of the spectrum. There was my buddy who had this other show that I was talking about. His is called the curiosity hour podcast. And I absolutely recommend that to anyone and everyone. It's a, a fantabulous show. That's my word, trademark, don't use it. Um, but it's, it's a fantabulous show. And, and Tommy and, and his buddy Dan do a really great job at, at moderating some, some super cool discussions. They ask very in-depth, intriguing questions uh, about things that are happening in the, the world around us, whether it's, it's social issues, whether it's personal issues, whether it's somebody they just wanted to get on the show because they liked their music a lot and wanted to talk to them. I mean, they cover so many bases, um, just whatever they're curious about. They, they have somebody come on and they talk about it. And so it's a really cool show. And so I had talked to Tommy about it and uh, that's that he's the guy that suggested that, you know, Hey, maybe you should, maybe you should try a podcast. Uh, and that's, that's how I got from point A to point B. Now, do you have any previous, ex- previous experience in broadcasting? Like just looking at your setup, you know, you have, you have like the mic, you got the pop filter, you got the good old headphones. Some people don't even get that far. Like, do you have any experience in, I guess, TV, radio, anything like that? Like what's, what's the day job? So the day job is that, uh, I'm a graphics and logo designer. Oh, okay. Um, so you're familiar. Okay. Yeah. Similar but yeah. So, but what I had done uh, before that I was in sales for a long time, my dad has always had this business and there's, there's a whole lot more story there as to how I got back into this business. But for about 15 years, I sold doors and door hardware to like you know, factories and schools and things like that. Um, and did really well with it until my heart said, uh, no, no, we're not going to do that anymore. And so I had some heart issues in my mid thirties and had to have a, a heart procedure. Um, but anyway, uh, and so shortly after that, I, I kind of came back to the family business after the heart procedure, but that's the cliff notes version. Um, but I started off on, on an iPhone, you know, kind of just kind of, you know, doing this number. And so on today's episode, we're, you know, yeah. talking, no, and, talking I, and, and I suggest a lot of people do that. Like, like oh yeah, people are like, what, what setup do you have? I go, I'm going to tell you, but I'm also going to tell you, don't buy it yet. Like I have, I have a roadcaster, um, which is like a mixer, which finally lets me do sound bites. So I can do things like a, that's like, I like a, ah, drum roll, right? Exactly. Like, like this, this is the mixer of my dream, something I've always wanted, but it took me five years to buy it. This mic right. took me five years to buy it. Not that I couldn't, not that I couldn't afford it. It was just like, okay, am, am I going to be in this <laughs> to purchase something like this as an investment? Right. Um, exactly. So you guys start yeah. small. Like my first, my first mic was like a cheapo stick mic that came with an Amazon start a podcast kit. So when you exactly. podcast is your podcast, and this can be for any of the three, is it more of a passion project or do you think of it as a business? So focused on forward started as a passion project mm-hmm. as it should uh, still, like that definitely should. Yeah. And, and it still is a passion project. Um, I've often said that I don't care if I make a dollar off of focused on forward. My hope is that somebody listens to one episode off of that, off of that show uh, or discussion and, uh, <laughs> and they find benefit to them and it helps them in some way to deal with whatever it is that, that they're dealing with, whatever issue trauma they're dealing with. Because we've talked with people who have, who have lost their children in death to, you know, people who are extreme addicts of drugs or, or alcohol and then how they've overcome these things. And so there, there's been a whole slew of things there that we've been able to talk about. And it's been, it's been awesome. Uh, some of the feedback to hear that people, you know, the, the effect that's had on people and that to me is payment enough. Yeah. Um, oh. However, I do try to treat funny science fiction and pop culture addicts like a business. Mm-hmm and run them like a business. And that's, that's, you know, impacts, you know, who you bring on as a guest, why you're bringing that person on, you know, what's their appeal going to be to a, a, a certain demographic or an audience and, you know, looking into that and why. So how long do you plan, how long do you plan on continuing? Is this like a, to the day I die kind of thing, or is there an end goal in sight? 
Uh, I have no end goal. My, my goal is to do this as long as I'm enjoying it, as long as I'm having fun, as long, you know, even though I treat it like a business, I very much enjoy it. I'm still very much the kid in the candy store. Um, you know, when we talk, we have guests on that, that, uh, like on funny science fiction, we've talked to a lot of voice actors as of late, which to me, the voice actors are super cool. I mean, these people, they can, you know, some of these guys can hold conversations with themselves, bouncing back and forth between voices seamlessly. And it's just crazy to me. And, you know, some of these guys have done characters that I grew up watching, you know, uh, and to me, that's awesome. And so I'm very much the kid in the candy store trying not to giggle as I talk to them. Oh, I totally uh, feel that, especially like in a, in a pop culture sense. Like, oh, yeah. I had this I had this one guy on last season and he was just like my biggest interview was the voice of Porky Pig and just listening to them talk about how excited they were to talk to Porky Pig was just like yeah and voice acting's hard like it's pe- people don't mm-hmm. consider how hard it is and just seeing you just even just picturing people talking to themselves in different voices it's like yeah that's probably how they practice that's probably what they have to do to get into these different characters cuz you know, when they're in the booth, they're not seeing the animation. They're not seeing the page flipping. They're just seeing words on a page, and they got to try and convey the emotion. Right. Yeah. You know, and you think about it too. I mean, you've got most people when they when they they conceptualize what voice acting is, they think they're oh, you're just reading the words on the page. You know, one of the guys that we talked to uh, talked about how he had to do this whole screaming section, and it took him four hours to get the scream that the director liked. Oh my god. Can you imagine the shred that your vocal cords go through for that? He's doing it in this deep, you know, he's got a deep, his name is David Sobolov. He's a wonderful voice actor. Um, but he talks about in the interview about how, you know, he's had to put a limit on on the the screaming sessions because of what it does to his voice. Yeah. You know, because some directors will just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and be like, hey, you know, uh, that one was close, but, you know, you need to go up a couple octaves and do this and change that and, you know, some of these guys, man, I mean, that's their livelihood. So they have to be very careful about how they do it. You know, do they have their voice? I always want to ask a voice actor this. Are their voices, like their vocal cords, are they insured? Yeah, that's a very good question. I have never asked. Well, next time. Tell them it's but for I me. Have, I have I have it. <laughs> I will. Actually, I uh, I will. Will. Um, I have an interview next week with, uh, with, a, with a voice actor that uh, would be a very good question to ask him because like i see i see bruce buffer right the guy from the ufc he has like the greatest job ever and i go he makes a lot of money but it's strictly on his voice like if i was at the director like yeah i'll do another take get me some green tea i get your assistant put some honey in it i need some i need some i need some action here because yeah it's like it's literally their voice if they don't have their voice they have literally nothing it's like you know as a podcaster same with me if i don't have my voice uh-oh. Uh, maybe I should get my vocal cords in short. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, mine are only worth about a, you know, a cup of coffee right now, but you know, still. Yeah, well, mine too, but that's okay. One day. We're, One day. We're getting we're getting there. It's 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 not easy running a startup. So I'm I'm glad you run your podcasts like a business, but running 3. Now, do you do all of them simultaneously? Do you take breaks? I know uh I think the Focus on forward is in seasons, no? Yes. Yes. So it's in seasons. So do you do you do all of them in seasons and kind of just go back and forth between the three, or do you do them all simultaneously and just take some time in between? How how do you balance the three? So right now, uh, just for a couple months, focused on forward is in hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be coming back in 2022. I just getting pop culture addicts up off the ground as it is with any startup requires a lot of work. If you're going to start a business and you're going to treat it like a business, there's a lot of work that has to be done. There's, you know, getting things, you know, getting your ground floors, your foundation ready to be able to, to spring forward off of that. And I was very determined that I wanted to have a backlog of about 10 to 15 episodes before we got started. Yep. Uh, so that way, if for whatever reason, uh, the crap hit the proverbial fan on anything, I had backups ready to roll. So, um, but yeah, so, but, uh, focus on forward. I treated, I, I did it in seasons and it was very arbitrary. Uh, at the end of season one, um, season two started because, uh, Oh, Hey, look, it's uh 2021. There's a, there's a whole new calendar year. Okay. Season two. Um, that was pretty much it. January 1st came around. I'm like, yeah, it's as good as time as I need to call it season two. Let's do that. Yeah. 
And so uh, really focus on forward. I ha- I call them seasons, but there's basically it's calendar generated. So, it's, you know, January 1st, 2022 will be season three. And uh, when, when they're all up and going, I, I record simultaneously. There are days where I, I come out of a ish, uh, episode for focused on forward and go right into a funny science fiction. And towards the end, when right before the hiatus, I was recording for all three uh, at the same time. So it's, it's a lot and you got to keep a schedule. So like my wrestling podcast, we record every Wednesday night, we go live, audio goes out Thursday morning, right? Like, um, the biggest podcast solution, this one, this is season, season two. And like, but season two is gonna be like an ongoing season where it just never stops. We just, we took up, we took a hiatus and now, now we're coming back and it's going to eventually like the same thing here. We're, we're loading up a bunch of bulk ones. So it's, it's being recorded in October, probably going to be released in December. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna be like a one a week, and eventually want to be a two a week, and eventually it's eventually eventually it's gonna be one every day. So like right. that's the goal. Uh, but even still, like doing three at a time, and like but talking with Tarashuk, it's just like I'm probably gonna re- I don't know if I'm gonna have a set release schedule, and that's something I find interesting with podcasts because when it comes to releasing schedules, everyone does it differently. Right. Like some people like okay, I like the one a week, right? The same time, same time frame. That's very old media esque. But you know. Mm-hmm. The most successful podcast in the world does it on a random schedule, that being Joe Rogan. So it's just like right. there are so many different ways to do things. I think it's mm-hmm. interesting that fact you do a calendar season. That's something I've never heard before. I talked to a lot of podcasters. Oh wow. Okay. Yay, me. <laughs> so let's let's go back to the beginning. The way, sure. way beginning of your very first podcast. What was something that worked really well that came really easy to you? And something that was just like, I need help. Well, the, the something that came, I thought came easy to me, let's put it that way, was I've always been able to get up in front of people and, and talk. Uh, it doesn't matter what the topic has been. You know, you could hand me something as I walked up on stage and I, and I would figure out a way to talk about it. Yeah. You know, uh, and so that always served me well throughout high school, through college, you know, when there was all those, those wonderful group projects that you had to work on with somebody. I always, I always volunteered to be the, uh, the presenter, the speaker, because I could get up in front of the class and talk. So that kind of made those a little bit easier. Um, I thought that came easy to me. And then when it came time to, because the very first episode, because I was going to be talking to people about their issues and what they'd gone through and everything else, I felt it important to sit down and talk about me. You know, here's why I'm doing this show. Kind of a, a glimpse in so that, you know, I, I, I didn't want to feel like I was putting people and their stories out there without them understanding that I had gone through some things as well. Right. Uh, so <laughs> the first, uh, the first episode, um, I started it, like I showed earlier, you know, I was talking into the, I did my trailer for it, talking into the end of my, my phone and quickly realized that although yes, um, that did work, it did record it. It didn't sound good. Uh, and actually I was a wedding DJ for years as well. And so, you know, I wanted, I wanted good audio. Mm-hmm. I wanted clean audio mm-hmm. and uh, I was on a pretty tight budget at the time. So I was like, well, you know, I see people on, on the internet talking into their, their headphones with the inline. I got a mic, I got an inline mic. I'll just use that. So my first episode is me walking around my kitchen, holding up my inline mic on my, my iPhone uh, just talking into, talking into that. And I, you know, playing, playing, uh, the intro music that I had found in the background, uh, over, you know, behind my, behind me talking. And I, it, so I realized two things, uh, number one, um, that that wasn't going to last very long. The, the whole talking into the, the, the little microphone. Yeah. Thing. There's only so much you can take before you go. I need an upgrade. Right. Right. I did that episode and I pretty much, I was like, yeah, okay. And then I tried, I tried doing, you know, like putting it on speakerphone, thought maybe that might work. That didn't work any better. Uh, and then, you know, I started, I just started looking around and, and I bought um, a really cheap uh, USB uh, head, uh, headphone and, and, uh, and uh, microphone. And that worked for a little while. And, you know, just, just the biggest issue I had is, is I thought that I knew what I was doing mm-hmm. because it can't be that hard. And I, I, I was way overconfident going into it, uh, that it wouldn't be that hard and I could talk about anything. So it wouldn't be a problem finding out 
that a talking about me was more difficult than I gave it credit for. And it took multiple takes to get it to where it even sounded like a, a comprehensive story. And then B finding out that um, part of my overconfidence went into the, the way that I did the audio and trying to figure out how to make all that work so that it sounded like I was talking and not like I was talking into a microphone in a hallway, yeah, in a hallway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause uh, I realized that uh, no matter what I was doing before I got a, a decent mic that I was, I it sounded like I had marbles in my mouth, you know, smush mouth out there. So those were, those were the things that I thought worked well, but I found out that did not work well and needed a quick adjustment. Well, a lot of podcasters learn on the job. Like that's, oh, that's sure. the best way to learn. I learned almost everything on the job. Like I had some um, traditional radio experience in college, um, okay. which was super helpful. Anyway, that learned me more of the software, right? The, in terms of structure to show my host personality style, that's just, that's just, that's all me, baby. That's all me. That's go. no one else. Um, and like one of the worst pieces of advice was just like, you got to change your accent because, you know, I come from Boston. I grew up in Boston. So, and my dad's from Jersey. So I have a little bit of both of the New York right. Boston accent. And I went to school in Long Island, New York. So they kept telling me, it's like, Will, you, you're doing this news read or this sports update, lose the accent. We have a New York audience. And I thought that was just the stupidest thing ever. It's like, I, I, I get the premise of just like, yeah, you know, they're not used to, don't say, don't say wicked. That's, that's one thing. That's one thing, right? <laughs> like, that's fine. I took that out of my vocabulary. I do not say wicked. I took that out. I go home to Boston. It sounds ridiculous when I hear it. So that was good advice. But bad advice is like, you got to fix your R's. I'm like, I can't. I cannot. I was in speech therapy for years. I can't do it. Get over it. Out like, of who I am. Like podcasting, it's just like, yeah, who cares? Fuck it. You know, like Boston, who cares? Doesn't matter. Right. So like. Learning on the job, learning on the job is a is a huge thing, and I like that you said overconfidence because people definitely assume that podcasting is super easy, and in right. a sense, it is super easy. Like me doing this right now, I guess very, very, very easy. But then again, I've been doing it for almost seven years as of recording right. this. Right. Okay. Whereas, I go back to when I first started. The thing I struggled with was I didn't have enough equipment. There was three of us. We passed one microphone around. In my door, in my in my my frat house room. Oh man, my bedroom. Okay. And like eventually, we got two mics, and then we passed two. I, I had my I had my because I was the first mic, so I had my one mic on my stand, and then Dave and Ricky passed on the stick mic, <laughs> like back and forth oh, to each awesome. other. So we're talking about like a wrestling pay per view. We had to go back and forth. Dave's like, I gotta say something. I'm like, all right, Ricky, shut up, hand on the mic. <laughs> 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 and it only it only took until I moved out, and three of us were in three different locations where we had to get three separate mics. So it's like. Like, yeah, it's like there's some growing pains, but I love telling that story because now here I am with a graphic package and a microphone of my dreams here, you know, talking to someone with similar experiences. So it's just like, it's just crazy, man, how we just get through all these things. Oh, so yeah. What, what, kept, what kept you going through? Like when times were tough, what kept you going? Stories. Oh, I wanted to hear perfect. people's stories. Yes. You know, here's the thing. I've always said that that podcasting is the cheapest therapy I've ever had. Yes. Um, yes. To be able to sit and talk to other people uh, about their stories, about their backgrounds. And even if it's in the, like focused on forward is, is uh, it's an interview. And I use the, the air quotes, it's an interview, but it's more of somebody sitting down telling their story. And I just jump in with random questions from time to time to kind of direct the conversation, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, funny science fiction and pop culture addicts are, are, true interview style shows. But even at that, we're asking people about their story because as much as I'm, I'm glad to have people on the show, like, you know, our very first interview for pop culture addicts was with Carol Baskin from Tiger King. And it, okay. So we all know some of her story and what's going on yeah. there and, and everything, yeah. but I was interested in, in the story behind the story. Okay. So there's, you know, that's the, that's the, the, the Mike Rowe influence on my shows is that I love the story behind the story. Yeah, everybody knows the, the, the claims that, you know, uh, the methed, methed out Tiger Boy made uh, and, you know, everything else, you know, with, that uh, Joe Exotic did. But there was a story there about her and what she had gone through and how that show affected her and her family's life moving forward and everything else. So I was, you know, I wanted to hear about that. I wanted to talk about that. Um, and so it, it, her story is is what drove what drives the interview 
And, you know, same thing on funny science fiction. We're glad to have people in who are, you know, from uh, these sci-fi movies and superhero shows and all this different stuff. And we're thrilled to talk with them and these voice actors. But I also want to know what their influences are. What, how did they get, what made them tick? What got them into, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, whatever the reason why we have them on the show, you know, what, you know, kind of sparked that interest for them. Um, you know, so even in the crappiest of times when I was still trying to figure out which way my head was screwed on after we got home from the hospital and I got started in this, it was people's stories being, having an opportunity to share in somebody else's story and, and, and see their perspective on life is what keeps me going on all of it. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth, personal therapy. And, uh, Tim, I got a, I got an acronym, what podcast stands for. Would you like to hear the acronym? Absolutely. So everyone at home, you've heard this before. Let's say it with me now. A podcast is a personally oriented discussion centered around select topics. That is what a oh, pod- nice. that is what a podcast is. And the P stands for personal. That's that's the most important thing. That a podcast is personal to the host, it's personal to the guest, it's personal to the listener. A podcast is a very personal experience and it's very therapeutic. Um so how is it therapeutic to you? Because for me, it's just like, I just feel, I feel like I can do anything when I'm on the mic. I just have this unknown, sure. I have this unknown confidence that I can't channel anyone <laughs> outside of a podcast. But like when I'm on a podcast, it's just confidence. And I do a third podcast, a fourth podcast called The Comfort Zone, which is just a solo show, which is super uncomfortable for me to do, which is the exact reason why I do it. And I just talk about myself or the company or what's going on in my head. It's very therapeutic. So what about podcasting is therapeutic for you? Well, it, it it originally goes back to, you know, a lot of what I do goes back to focused on forward. And it started with that because in, in the therapy sense, because I would hear people talk about, and it's an audio only show. When we, re, when we record, we would record over zoom and things, yep. but I would leave the picture up because I find it easier to talk to a face instead of just a, you know, a blank screen. Mm-hmm. You know, at least I can talk to see the person. I can see their emotions, their reactions uh, to different questions and things like that. But during Focus on Forward, I take a lot of notes on what they've gone through, how, the, you know, how they've overcome whatever it is they've overcome in life, the ways that they do it. And I'm not going to lie, I, I, those notes, I review them later and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good point. I'm going to use that again. Um, there are things that from other people's stories that I have taken and used in my own, my own life and for my own wellness, my own, my own mental being. And some of those things are are amazingly powerful and poignant, um, you know? And, and so these, these guys that come on the show, they have these great stories and they've, they've done these or been through these sometimes amazingly horrific things. Yeah. And th- they come out on the other side, just amazingly strong. And they have these, these details in their life and how they're doing it. And so when you see people go through that, you know, sometimes your, your, your immediate response is, well, if that worked for them and they went through that, Maybe I can try that. Maybe that will work for me. And so that's, that's kind of what more, you know, where it worked for me. So give me, give me your top three guests for the focus, uh, focus on forward podcast. So if someone's listening to this, they want to go find it. Give them the three top episodes. If this is the definition of my podcast, what, what would they be? Um, well, I'll give them the season two uh, um, finale. The Holocaust survivor. The Holocaust survivor. Yep. That, that is a very hard story to listen to. Um, that, that poor, that poor man has seen a lot of death in his life, unfortunately. And the things that he's gone through, and we only kind of scratched the surface of a lot of it. There are other interviews out there with Dr. Hershaft and I encourage everybody to go look up his story of what he's gone through and the things that he's seen and, and everything. It's heartbreaking, but he has an amazing outlook on life and the thing and how he moves forward. So anytime anybody says, Hey, what's your show about? I'm like, please look at this episode. Um, that's one of them. Um, one of the others that I would, I would recommend uh, is one of my dear friends. Her name is Michelle Malone. Uh, she's season one, episode two. And unfortunately we have a lot of background noise going on in that episode. That's before I learned about the importance of limiting background noises and, and things like that. She lost her three-year-old son in death. And again, heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but she has just this amazing, powerful spirit and she, she's so chipper and happy about other things in life. And she's, and she tries to channel that through all she does, but 
it's, she has a beautiful way that she talks about her son, David, and the memories that she, ha- that she holds so dear about him and with him, um, that he's very much alive in her memory. Um, so that would be two. Uh, let's see. Let's see, third. That's a tough, this is a tough question. Because they're kind of like, you know, they're kind of all special. And I know yeah. that's a cop well, out. It's, no, that's, it's that's, a not, that's, it's, not a, that's not a cop out at all. And here's why. Like, I, I'd never ask for someone's favorite episode and specifically not ask for least favorite episode because, I mean, I can tell you my least favorite episode, but then I don't want to bury that person. You know, she's a nice person. Right. It's just I just didn't enjoy talking to her. But, like, you know, it, it is it – is, they are all special for different reasons, but that's why I say three so you don't have to pick just one. That's just not <laughs> fair. No, no, that's fine. Um, and it's a magic number. It, it is. It, I, yeah, everything else in my life is three, so, so why not this? <laughs> um, honestly, one of my more favorite – recent ones. Uh, there was a gentleman, uh, he was on my, for a while I was doing live shows as well every Friday night. And I might go back to those in season three. Um, but there's a gentleman named Patrick Long and he, his, uh, his story is all about the loss of his wife and, um, to cancer and how he had to then pick up the pieces, not, not only his life, but how he moved forward from that with, with raising children and kind of, figuring out how to be a solo dad going from a we to being a me, but yet still having children and putting the pieces of his life uh, back together. And it's, it's a really touching story of how he's, how he's done that. And he wrote a book. uh, That's why he had him on the show to talk about it. That's called ordinarily extraordinary. Mm. And he's talking about his wife and with that title, with that, that title there. But, but yeah, his name is Patrick long. Uh, It's a cool story. And I, yeah, I would definitely encourage people to check that out as well. You do take a piece of someone after you do a podcast with them, especially a, a, such hard topics like that. Yeah. Like, um, there's a few podcasts I did in season one that I'll never forget. I'll never, I'll never forget the guy I talked to a podcast back in like 2006. I'll never forget um, this guy was like a mountain climber. I'll never forget um, this guy who runs like one of the business Facebook groups I'm in, um, Nicholas Barely. Right. It's like I'll never forget certain things mm-hmm. like that. I'll never forget Nacella Ward who was like one of the organizers of the women's 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 march on Washington a few years ago, right? And a, okay. big, a big black rights activist. So it's like, okay, this is a real conversation I can actually have. Um, so there's little things you just, you'll never forget. So that being said, you have a lot of guests on the funny science fiction podcast. Let's kind of change the tune here a little bit. Tell me about that podcast and like how that came about, the name was science fiction podcast taken. You had to put funny in front of it. Like, <laughs> how did all that happen? <laughs> well, uh, so that started because we have a a Facebook group called Funny Science Fiction, mm, okay. and currently uh, that group is sitting at uh, about one hundred and sixty three thousand members. Holy hell! Yeah. Uh, so a big we call them memeers because it's one of the biggest meme Facebook groups you're gonna find. It just it's ridiculous. We have a heavy activity on that group. Um, and so, you know, it's the only problem is you put a really super cool meme out there. It can get buried quick because then so many things are getting posted. So many things and, happen, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, is it, is uh, it a public group or like a private group? That's a very good question. I'm, I'm an admin and you think I should know. Let me, let me um, look it up. Funny. Yeah. The funny science fiction group. Uh, I believe I it is, I believe it's a, a public group, but you have to join public group. Uh, yep. Yeah. What do you post today? Good Lord. Yep. No, yeah. it's, it's, so it's kind of a quest pending approval. Okay. I got to answer some questions. Okay. Yeah. I'll go back to that. Yeah. Later. Cause we, we had to, uh, we were getting, we were getting uh spam botted pretty oh, hard yeah. for a while. So a we're like, of, all right, screw yeah. this. Definitely. Uh, no, for sure. Yeah, between, uh, the, between the porn bots and the, uh, the, uh, you know, join my telegram WhatsApp thing, you know, that was going around for a while. Hey man, a lot of people uh, can say my number one fan is a sex bot. Yeah, a lot of people no, can say that. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the guy who started the group uh, is an author and he writes science fiction books. And so the, the story that he tells is that, that he got some advice to, instead of promoting the book, promote the genre. So he went out and started a Facebook group and, you know, his genre is science fiction with humorous twists. So he called it funny science fiction. And so that was the name of the, of the Facebook group. Um, I joined the, I joined the Facebook group while my daughter was in the hospital cause I needed something to laugh at. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Geeky humor that I'll, I'll check this out. 
and I knew his son or one of his three sons. And uh, there's a three again. And um, so anyway, uh, he, he reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, uh, my son talks pretty highly of you. Um, you know, you're a big sci-fi fan. You want to give us some help on the page? You know, if, if you have some time, I'm like, sure. So he, he made me a, a moderator on the page. And after a while I became an admin. When I first started, when I first joined the page, we only had 30,000 members. Now we have over 160. Um, so there's been tremendous growth on the page and, uh, that's been kind of nice, but, um, I started this or this podcast because I interviewed his other son, uh, who's episode three or four of Focused on Forward, uh, who's his son or his granddaughter uh, spent the, like the first three months of her life in the NICU, uh, had some serious health challenges uh, before she could come home. And so we talked about that uh, with Josh. And then, and then he said, well, hey, you know, uh, you and Josh sounded really good on that podcast. We should start our own for the group. That'd be kind of cool. I'm like, like I got a mic. Why not? Because I had actually gone out and bought a mic at that point. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> so how, so, how yeah. soon after focus with forwards, focus on forward started, did you start this one? Um, I let's see. I was putting them out bi-weekly at that point on focus on forward. Cause I didn't realize that I should have had a backlog before I started. So I think it was either bi-weekly or once what started at once a month, then went bi-weekly, then went weekly as I started developing a backlog. So I want to say it was probably, I think three to four months after starting focused on forward. Okay. So pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And so then uh, Josh, who I interviewed and I, and his, his dad, the starter, the author of the group, um, we started, we started this and kind of moved forward. Josh since then has had to back away because his daughter's had some more health challenges and things. And so he's had to back away and, and Alan or Drayton, depending on which, which side we're talking to him on, whether his pen name or his real name um, was writing a book, uh, writing a new book and, and doing a couple other things. So he's back to, he's backed off the hosting. And so right now it's Nick, myself and Kathleen. And those are the three, you know, do the co-hosts swap in and out or these just the three of you guys all the time? Cause your YouTube videos um, I think the latest one I saw was just you and Kathleen. Um, usually we try to do all three of us, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, if, if, uh, for whatever reason, somebody can't make it, then we just go ahead. We go forward with two. I like trios. Trios is, it's an interesting mix with a podcast. Like three isn't necessarily a crowd when it comes to podcasts, but four, four can be a crowd. Four is hard to do if you have three hosts and a guest that can be a little tough as like the first mic. Uh, so tell me about your co-hosts and how, like how how they came to be. Do you know them in real life, or did you meet them through the podcast in the group? Um, so Nick, I I came to meet. I knew his brother Nate, um, and he's that's how I got introduced to the whole family there. Um, and I came to meet them through the the, the rest of the family through the podcast. Mm. Kathleen, I know in real life, um, and actually. Uh, the reason why she got involved in, or how she got involved in the show is that you know, I had known her and her husband for a few years and they're, they're nerds like me, they're geeks like me. So we get along and we have, we have a lot of similar interests and senses of humor and, and things. So we, we mesh well. And so I invited her husband, John, to be a guest host with me on an episode. And uh, John is, has a, a, a great sense of humor one-on-one -on -one in, you know, in person, great sense of humor. He got very nervous on camera and decided that on camera is not where he wanted to be. But his wife was like, you know, she, she used to be a, you know, a stage performer and things. And she, she loves being up in front of people. And, and I think she kind of lives for it, to be honest with you. Um, and she was like, yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, you know, and so her first episode was an interview with Dan Povenmire the co-creator of Phineas and Ferb. She came in as a guest host. Um, That's pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Dan's awesome. He was, that was a great, a great conversation. Um, and then a couple episodes later, uh, we brought her back for another guest host. It was another tryout. She didn't know it was a tryout. Uh, see oh, if I've done the that before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Don't let see know. If, see if the first one, no, I didn't let her know. I, I wanted to see if, if the, the first time was a fluke or if the second second time she maintained the same as she did the first and she did. So we got done and I, I looked at Nick and I went, you know, 
be nice to have a, a you know a female perspective on on the panel, mm-hmm. especially know? in nerd and culture. That goes that ex- goes an extra long way in nerd culture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm like so you know, and she's a big nerd uh, as well. So it fits, it fits, and and she fits. So all right, so. These these co-hosts and then like listener like listeners, do you form you form this weird kind of bond? Like as you're talking, I was thinking about my bond with my co-hosts uh, for the mm-hmm. wrestling show. Like I met Ricky through Dave, who was my other co-host. So Dave I knew through school. Dave was a very okay. good friend. Dave was a very good friend of mine, or is a very good friend of mine, and also fraternity brother. And like we would watch wrestling pay-per-views um, at my house. And he texted me one day. I was like, "Hey, is it cool if my friend Ricky comes by?" He's like, he's like, he can, he can join us on the show afterwards. I was like, yes, do it. Let's do it. So that's how mm-hmm. I met Ricky. You know, Ricky was on the show. And after the, after the show got off the air, I was like, never leave. <laughs> Come back, stay on the show. So he came back the next week, next week, and the next week, and he stayed. So now me, me and Ricky are very, very good friends to this day. Oh, that's cool. And then that's how we met um, Kay Murphy, who is just, um, you know, she's just a person, they're from, they're a person from Long Island also. And, you know, we, we met them on Twitter. And then they oh, wow. they okay. came on the show, and then when Dave left the show, we were like we need someone to replace Dave, so we brought on Kay Murphy, and now they're they're with us <laughs> every single week. And it's just like I've met these crazy people, crazy in the good way, mm-hmm. just through my podcast. There's Mr. Fretz who lives up in Canada, right? His super Canadian fan was one of my first fans. I met her; she's amazing up in Canada. So, like, do you have any experiences like that with people you've even if I've met them? Like, I've never met Mr. Fretz in person. He's one of my dear friends. Like, do you have mm-hmm. any connection like that with your listeners? Well, it's kind of funny. So I, I kind of fell into this group of other podcasters. And so they're mm. kind of podcasters, friends, listeners, fans. The community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we, we developed this really close-knit community. Uh, and so the kind of the cool thing is is we each support one another's shows. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I do my uh, – so every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, we do a live show for Funny Science Fiction. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys will come in and they'll, they'll be, you know, they'll be in the comment section and we'll, we'll bring their comments up on screen, uh, through YouTube and, and everything. And, and it's been really cool, uh, for, you know, for that. And I do the same thing on their shows. I try to get in as often as possible, pro- help promote their shows and, and everything else. And what was really cool about, let's see, sort of less than a month ago, we went and did the uh, Monroe Pop Fest just outside of Detroit, Michigan, a smaller Comic-Con. And we got to meet some of our good friends from the Three Geeks podcast. And so these are guys that we've talked to every week. We've been, you know, we've been on video with them a bunch of times. They've been on our show. We've been on their show, vice versa. We've developed this really good online friendship, okay? Uh, and now here we were for three days, you know, hanging out uh, at, the, at this Pop Fest you know, um, you know, running these booths together and, and talking and, and, you know, it was just really cool. Uh, it was a really cool experience, uh, to be able to meet. And then we had people we've, I still have people that, you know, we've had people message us and, and send us, you know, Hey, love your show, you know, uh, love listening to it. Thanks for what you do, that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, haven't had an opportunity to meet any of those guys in person yet. And I would love to, I think that'd be really cool. But the closest I can come so far is what we've done uh, with three geeks, um, and I'm hoping there's a couple other guys that that uh, are part of our our little Pottern family, so as we like to call it, um, that I'm hoping that we'll be able to meet here very very soon. I got a I got a, a good friend up in Canada now, who's a podcaster, and I can't wait to meet him. I call him my podcast mogul. He's full of good ideas. His name is Phil Better. Um, and I always joke that I feel better after I talk with him. Uh, and uh, see, there it is. I was setting <laughs> up, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Phil's a really cool dude. And I'm hoping to be able to, he lives up in the, uh, I believe he's in the, the Montreal area. I don't know if he's actually in Montreal or not, but I'm hoping to meet him one day. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Virginia in a couple months. And I got a couple buddies uh, who podcast in the Virginia area. And I'm very much looking forward to be able to, sit down with a, a barley pop or two with them and, and say hi and, and, and meet them face to face. Yeah, one of the weirdest things I remember meeting, I remember meeting Kay Murphy and they were like, I didn't picture you to look like this. I've only heard your voice for so long. I didn't picture you to look like how you look. It's like, well, thanks. <laughs> I think I don't know how to take that, but you do everything. You do this uh funny science fiction on video. Yeah. So you don't run into that problem. They didn't know what you look like up front and center. Um, right. So what are the benefits as well as the challenges 
of doing video. The benefit is, is that, you know, especially because it's an interview-based show and we're, we're dealing with people who uh, many of them are, are recognizable by, by name, voice, face. And so, especially when it comes to voice actors, it's kind of cool. So you, you know them by voice and being able to put a face to the voice yeah. and, and things like that. Uh, the challenges are, uh, as it is with just about any form of podcasting, um, I know what I want my setup to be. I know how my setup should sound, you know, all these things. Excuse me. Um, and I, w- again, without calling somebody out in, 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 you know, by name, there are some who have come on the show and, and I'm like, you work in a voice business. Why are you only using a phone? What is going on? You know, I'm like, at least, at least headphones. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's been a, that's been a little bit of a challenge, uh, you know, trying to make sure that there's, you know, you get quality audio and video, um, you know, especially if, if, yeah, it, they, there's opportunity for, for lagging and issues like that. And so that's the biggest issue with, with doing video from, from my perspective, because I don't do any of the editing, which is awesome. And uh, I do all I, the editing and it's not I fun. Friggin' hate editing. I will. Yeah. Uh, so my, my co-host Nick on funny science fiction does all the video editing. He's, he's good at it. He, he and think he enjoys it. If not, he, he hides it really well. Um, but uh, yeah, trying to make sure that you get quality audio and video out of your guests is usually the biggest disadvantage or challenge that we, that we come across. Mm. Okay. So let's shift over to that, to pop culture addicts, your latest, your newest yeah. podcast. Um, so how does this differ from the science fiction podcast? Cause it's similar realm. Pop culture, it's more of, you know, pop culture is more of everything, but it's very, very similar to um, funny science fiction, or am I just completely wrong? No, you're not wrong. Uh, There are very strong similarities between the two, uh, especially because Kathleen and I are are the hosts of Pop Culture Addicts. So two of the three hosts from funny science fiction are in Pop Culture Addicts. Uh, The biggest thing is is that uh, there are people that we wanted to talk to that we couldn't, there was no way to shoehorn them into funny science fiction. Right. You know, and, and so there was limitation on conversation. Yep. And I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to talk to anybody. Yep. Um, and so, and it's, now the thing is, is that although I'm one of the co-hosts of funny science fiction, it's it's not my show. It's it's Drayton's show. That's why it's, it's funny science fiction, a Drayton Allen production. Mm. And so I'm one of the, I host it for him and and, you know, and all those things. Um, and it's, it's, he does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and I'm just on camera now, um, which is cool. It, it works for us. Our, you know, he handles all the shipping of, uh, you know, at the end of any, at, at the end of every episode with a guest on our pre-recorded episodes, we play a little quiz game with our, our, our guests so that we can send them one of Drayton's books. And we send them this little coffee mug right here. It says, I gave to the red shirt widows and orphans fund, which is a play on star Trek. Um, you know, the red shirts, you know, it says funny science fiction on the back, but he, he, you know, he takes care of all that stuff. He takes care of all the shipping and handling and, and dealing with that. Um, but there are people that I wanted to talk to or who had reached out to be uh, on funny science fiction. And there was just zero way to shoehorn them in. Yeah. And, and trust me, I was looking for, looking for ways to include some people and just, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I've run into that. It's like, listen, I want to interview you. I want to have you on a podcast, but it's just like, I don't have anywhere to put you right, right. now. So it's like, well, shit. Because I got to start another one. Exactly. <laughs> right? Because like, how's that? Like, like, I go to networking events, right? Business owner, of course. Go to networking mm-hmm. events. It's like, I talk to all these people. It's just like, oh, call my podcast. It's like, oh, I only have a podcast where I talk to podcasters. What do I say? Like, I guess I always have them on and have a podcast. It's like, no, that doesn't work. You can't do that. Well, Talking with Tara Shuck, new podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> and done. Here we go. And, and, and done. Here we go. It's you know, it's in it's in production. We've recorded a few episodes. Like uh, my logo is made. I'm just getting the intro made. Then we're ready to release it. So yeah. now, sometimes I run into an issue where I have a guest who has a podcast, but it's just like you know what? What you do is more interesting. I think you're better fit for talking with Tara Shuck. Like, do you have that? We kind of have to like. 
pick between your babies. Okay, which podcast should you go on? Or I guess you could just be on both. So here, yeah. So we had a guest come on recently. Um, his name is Josh Schubart. Uh, Josh Schubart was in uh, uh, the show on Amazon Prime called The Tick. Hmm. Uh, and he plays one of the one, his name plays a guy named Frank, which is one of the, uh, the head henchmen for Ramsey's the fourth. And so come to find out, Josh has this really interesting backstory in life, but he's also been on sci-fi stuff. So here I am going focused on forward, funny sci-fi focused on forward. Yeah, funny exactly. Sci-fi. And I'm like, so I approached him like, um, why not a bit of both? Hmm? What, <laughs> what do you, do you say? And he said, yes. He yeah. said, yeah, I'll do them both. Some he people, said, some people them? totally do both, 100%. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, can we can we record them both in the same day? Absolutely. We'll give a, you know, we'll start recording at four and, you know, we'll we'll take a little break when we're done with Focused on Forward and we'll all circle back in like 20 minutes afterwards, give us all a chance to stretch our legs, you know, hit the head, do what we got to do. And yeah. He, he, he was down for it. And then when we stopped, we started pop culture addicts. Like, Hey Josh, you want to come on pop culture addicts and talk about your others? Cause there was stuff that we couldn't talk to him about on funny science fiction because it wasn't sci-fi, yeah. you know, but he's, he's, he does book narration for audible and all these other things. And, you know, but they were like romance novels, you know, somebody hooked him up with uh, being a romance. Cause he's got a, he can do a deep, sexy voice, you know? So anyway, right. I can't, but he can. Um, but, the, you know, so yeah, so I was fortunate enough to get Josh on, on all three shows because he's got some, he's got cool stories, man. And I love, he's just a cool dude. He, I, I love talking to him. And you got to think, okay, when do I release these? Uh, cause it's like, I got, I got three in the bank. How mm-hmm. do I space? Do I put them all in the same week? Do I space them out? Like, I mean, even though there are three very, very different things, you know, in terms of promotion, there's only so many times you can tag the same guy and the same different things. Like, did, did you spread right. them out? You just kind of, how'd you, how'd you go about that? So for uh, the first, because the, the third interview came at a, at a later date. Okay. Uh, we hadn't, we, we were discussing starting a third podcast, but had not started Pop Culture Addicts yet. So when we did the first two, um, I told Josh, I'm going, because I released, I released Focus on Forward on Tuesdays. And funny science fiction comes out on Friday. So what I started, what I did is I released his, I released both episodes uh, the same week. I made sure that they lined up. And the reason I wanted to do that is because I I made it so that if you started listening on funny science fiction, there were things that we referenced in funny science fiction that were only talked about on focused on forward. Right. And and so, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a way for people to go back and forth between and hear hear the whole story. Um, and so making sure that, you know, and even on focused on forward, Hey, this conversation continues on funny science fiction coming this Friday, mm-hmm. you know, give some, give people something to look forward to and kind of treat it like it was almost like a part one, part two scenario. So if you have these three podcasts that in one way, shape or another can kind of intertwine, um, specifically with guests, have you ever thought of, um, combining them? And making it into a podcast network and putting all three shows on one feed. Um, had we thought about it? Not until this moment. No. Uh, <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Here's like here's here's the elevator pitch. All right. So I like elevator pitches. Ele- Did it? Yeah. It's going to be a long elevator ride. So you have like you have some like where where do you listen to your podcast? What platform? Uh, primarily on Apple. Apple. It's like on your phone. Yeah. So if you're subscribed to all three, say they love, they love, for some reason you got a fanboy out there, fangirl, they love you. They love your voice. Listen, listen to your stuff, watch all your stuff, right? And they have these three different things on their feed, but they're like, oh, what if I just had, what if they just had it in one place? So it's, it's a network feed where all three are in one place. Now don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you get rid of your individual feeds. You put them on both. You put one audio file, that episode on two different feeds. Okay. So, you have your individual feed, which don't get me wrong, is going to have way more viewership, which is a good thing. But then you have the network feed, which is going to have way less, which is even a better thing, because now you know how strong your core fan base is, the people who listen to that network feed. And if you have that network feed, you go, okay, say you have like 250 ep- downloads a week on the network feed per episode. I right? say so at least three, we got, what, 750? Um, mm-hmm. 
you can go, you know what? I think we're ready for a Patreon. You can earn extra income, and then you know, you, you would say, you would advertise on the network feed only saying, hey, we have a podcast, Patreon, extra content, support us, because you know they're most likely to listen to it because they already listen to all of your other stuff quite literally. Sure. And if you had like that individual feed, if you had an individual sponsor, it's just like, okay, someone wants to advertise their cleaning product or Raycon earbuds that can go on the individual feeds because they're more popular. Okay. I honestly never thought about it. Dice blow your mind, Tim. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. I'm going the whole time you're talking. I was like, you know, there's that John C. Riley meme. I'm going, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the math going together. It's so that's, that's the other thing. I like, so anyone who at times when has three podcasts, like the rest, I'm I'm part of a wrestling network. So I promote my individual wrestling feed. It's like, yeah, you know, check out my King's Wings podcast. It's everywhere it can be found. In that episode, we advertised Wrestle Addict Radio, which is the three other shows on the network, as well as Wrestle Addict Radio. It's like the other three, or like two out of three. Say like two out of three. They love, they love uh, science fiction podcasts, and they love pop culture addicts. But goddamn it, focus on four can be a little depressing. They can they can just listen to two, or they could say, you know what, my feed's clogged up because on iTunes you don't get the pictures. With like say, listen to twelve different podcasts. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my my cap's ten because they're weird. They can listen right. to the network feed and just ignore the other one, right? Because like. My philosophy as a podcaster is one, everything needs to be everywhere always. So everything needs to be in as many places as, as, as possible, as often as possible. And give the listener options. They're not stupid. They know what they want. Give them options. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But, that's a good idea. I mean, I love what you're doing. I mean, that's something we do it over at APS. So if anyone's interested, it has a network. Um, reach out to me, Will, at APSpodcast.com. But uh, I love what you're doing. I love your three podcasts. Um, you're a very interesting person with a very wide variety of interests. Oh, thank you. Um, and podcasts. What's the final question? What's the future hold for these three podcasts? You know, uh, it's kind of interesting. I, I've I've had a couple of people reach out to me and and look at trying to help me with different ways to uh, expand my listener base. Uh, you know, by uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping for, you know, uh, just a steady growth. I, I want this to be the job. Mm. I, this is, this is, this is the hope. If I have a, if I have a dream out there, I like what I do with, with logo design. And I, I think I'm, I'm fairly decent at it. I make, I make decent money at it. Um, but I, I do that because I need to. I do this because I want to. Mm. And so I want this to be the the thing that I do, uh, you know, and so that uh, I can be, you know, just as it says above my door there, the podcast guy. That's what I want to be. Yeah, man, you and me both. Well, Tim, I wish you the best of luck in your growth. I'll be watching, and hopefully we can keep continue to collaborate over the future. But, Tim, the floor is yours. Tell everyone where they can find you on socials, your three podcasts, your sure. Facebook group, anything you want to plug, my friend, all yours. All right, cool, cool. So uh, if you want to find out more about Focus on Forward, you can uh, find us at Podcast FOF on Twitter. Uh, I always tell people Twitter is the best place to talk to me. If you want to talk to me, it's Focused on Forward on Instagram and Focused on Forward on Facebook. Um I don't really like using uh, Facebook and Instagram all that much. Um, too many limitations on, on conversation. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, at podcast FOF at Twitter, the best way to talk to me at funny sci-fi uh, all across the board, Instagram, Facebook, and, and, uh, and Twitter for funny science fiction. And then podcast uh, for pop culture addicts is at PCA pod show. Uh, for Twitter and Instagram and then Pop Culture Addicts on Facebook. All right, fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Tim by Siegel, the host of three fantastic podcasts. If you want to find all of my stuff and all of my shenanigans, you know the place to go by now, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com for all the other episodes of the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. Make sure to hit that donation tab if you want to show some love to all of us over here at APS, as well as my other show, Talking with Tarashik, where I speak to anyone who I find interesting. The one caveat being they don't have a podcast. This podcast, I find anyone I find interesting. The one caveat, they have a podcast. Pretty simple to find out. If you want to be a <laughs> guess on either or potentially both email me at will at APS podcast. That's a P S P O D C A S T.com to learn more. And we'll schedule that and get the ball 
rolling. All the other content from all of our podcast partners can be found, and our network partners can be found at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Reach out to find more and hit our services tab to find out what we do over there. We'll be back next time with a brand new guest. This is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, which means there might be a new host. You might hear from myself, Jared Laverne, or anyone else from the APS team. But until then, keep listening to the podcast, keep doing what you do, and keep enjoying the world out there as best you can. Until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. If you want your podcast featured on the show, reach out to us at info at APSpodcast.com. You can find more content from all of our APS partners over at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. If you liked this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Want to find out more about our guests? Check out the description or anywhere across our social media channels for all of their links and information. Check out our YouTube channel for this and all featured podcast clips and more. This podcast was hosted, produced, and distributed by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. We'll see you next time.